Hi, Gay. Hey, sexy mama. <laughs> How are you? I'm so good. How are you doing? Oh, well, it is, um, I was talking to our friend, friend of the pod, Miles, yesterday at the pool, mm-hmm. and he was like, uh, I was like, what do we call this weekend? Because for those that are listening, um, this weekend, uh, right before this episode goes out, <clears throat> is the weekend of, um, the original weekend of Pride. Yes. Um, and he was like, I think we're calling it Old Pride. Oh, I heard fake pride. I, the the <laughs> names the names are all kind of they're all out there. But when I heard old pride, I was like, "Well, I'm a youth, so right. I'm <laughs> borderline Gen Z. I'm you know what I flirt with them, but I never I would never bring them home. They're too young. Oh, absolutely not. I don't know what to do with that energy. Yep, yep, oh, yep, little puppies. Well, and I feel like that's the generation where like influencer culture really like oh. became a thing where like people grew up and were like, "I want to be an influencer." It's wreaking havoc on the culture. I mean, live your life, influencers and youth and the whole people. I mm-hmm. not for me. Not for me, mama. <laughs> until <laughs> until Nespresso reaches out, it's not for me. Or Casper. Or mattress. Casper. I mean, don't you already have any mattress though? Like I did. I got a Costco mattress and it's fabulous. We love Costco. Hand delivered. White glove delivery. Hand installed. They did. They installed it. Um, Fabulous. Lots of screws, lots of nails to to (laughs) make a mattress come together. Well, you know, with me and my back. You and your back. You can't be doing that manual labor. I can't be doing no, that. No, uh-uh. None of that. Absolutely. Um, but last night I went to uh, Flip Phone, friend of the pod, Chad Campy's company. Yes, the, yes. Or organization. I don't know what you call it. Like, it's like a... Events. Events thing. Community organizer. Community organizer. <laughs> and it was uh, Crystal Method. Yes. Um, How was it? It was, I mean, like, honestly, it was an in-out type situation. Really? A very in-out situation because really? we had, uh, I was with friend of the pod, Miles Davis, Moody. I love. And uh, we were getting calls that were like, where are you guys going to be? Where are you going to be? Oh, my God. And we were like, well, we don't plan on staying here too much longer, but we were going to stay here a little bit longer. Yeah. And the calls just kept coming in, so we had to go to Saloon. Oh. You know? So you saw the talent. Saw the talent, met the talent. Met the talent? Met the talent. Was it everything you hoped it would be? Um, everything and more. Um, I feel like, I mean, I definitely, like, was a little bit looser than I needed to be (laughs) in meeting, um, in meeting a person. You looser than you needed to be? Well, that's just, like, my M.O., mama. Mama. (laughs) Sexy mama. Uh, (laughs) but, but, uh, she was... I was, like, telling her, like, I was, like, you have, like, kind of carved out your own, like, section of drag and made it your own. Yeah. And, like, I just love you for that. You are just one of a kind and just mm-hmm. a true treasure. And I can imagine the response was so positive. It was, She's like, so nice. Okay. Oh, no, really? No, I don't know. What, I don't know. What <laughs> to be honest, I'm not even sure if I said that. I'm not sure what okay. I said, you okay. know? Yeah, sure. No, I imagine Crystal would be someone who, like, for the huge fans, would be a great meet and greet, I imagine. Oh, probably the best meet and greet. The, the other thing, too, with meet and greets is, like, you start a conversation. Oh, and it's, and it's five seconds. Well, you have to pause it in the middle of, like... For a pick. Because the pick. Because You're getting oh situated for the pick, and you're like, yes. okay, well, I can't... 
I'm like, I don't know how we're supposed to keep this conversation. Ugh. And so then you finish it off a little bit at the end. Speaking of drag queen meet and greets, the last one that I remember going to was pre, pre, pre-pandemic. Katya did a one-woman show at the Hewing. Yep, yep. And me and my good Judy, my straight friend Kevin, went. Shout out to Kevin. Shout out to Kevin. Love you, girl. <laughs> um, so we went. We did the meet and greet. And she saw Kevin. Wait, is this the Kevin I know? Yeah. I love Kevin. We love Kevin. Shout out to Kevin. Shout we love Kevin. Kevin. Um, but she saw Kevin and was like, eyes locked low. And she's like, you're gorgeous. No interest in me. None. 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 Which is fine. Fair. But Fair. I, and I believe the words she said to Kevin were, I would burn down a kindergarten building to have sex with you or something along those lines. I feel like that's exactly like how I started my interaction with Kevin when I first met him. <laughs> very similar. He's a very he's a very sexy mama. And he is a sweetheart. He's a sweetie. He's a sweetheart. He's the biggest sweetheart. We love Kevin. Um maybe we'll like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Kevin. I don't know. Shout out to Kevin. <laughs> we'll send him a pop or flop back for sure. Well we have to get him on the pod. Well we have, well Kevin. It, he, here. He'd be our second straight our second straight, right? I think so. We had Piper, and that was it. Alex and Piper. Lauren. Straight guy. Oh. Yeah. Oh, if we're talking straight girls, we also had Alex. Oh, yeah, okay. Right? Okay, like, let's keep had... it to straight guys. He'd be our second, mm-hmm. which is a, an exclusive club. An exclusive club. Honestly, they can start their own um, separate Discord page <laughs> um, through our Patreon. <laughs> through our Patreon. <laughs> I, also, I also had someone come up to me and go, I don't think you have a Patreon. <laughs> Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> no, you just haven't found it yet. <laughs> oh, God. We're confusing the fandom. Um, tr- truly. Uh, another thing that happened last weekend is, um, as trying trying to be, um, I don't know, stewards of a good community, there was a, uh, a raffle for our kickball league. Absolutely. And um, our mm-hmm. team put together two really um, wonderful baskets. but Really good baskets. But Simon and I were thinking, we have a lot of celebrity within the community so here. So much. Capital T at the end of that. Oh, but not for Tina, Mama. Not for Tina. Not for Tina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we were like, you know what? Should we maybe auction off a guest spot on the pod? Mm-hmm. And we did that. And we did it. And But uh, that's not the only thing they got here. What else oh, do they get? Oh, um, for the leaders in the, uh, of the world um, that have been listening for the longest time, you probably have never heard of these because we've never actually published them, but we have bopper flat mugs that mm-hmm. all of our guests get. They have been very exclusive. Very exclusive. Not available for sale uh-uh. yet. Yet. Question you know, mark? You know what? Maybe they'll become a, a fun little uh, store page thing. You Maybe. Reach out to us, ask us how much they are, and we'll give you a number. I will say they're fucking cute. They are the cutest. They're so awesome. <laughs> I love our mugs. They're great. And but, they work great for Nespresso. And they're great. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they, got t- they get two mugs, a guest spot, and... A pound of... Some random like reserve blend coffee <laughs> really, from Starbucks. Really selling it. I, I don't I could not I could not tell you what the the brand of it yeah. was, but um I don't think I don't think I think there was like a half of the people that yep. put their raffle tickets in in the hopes of being on the pod and realizing that they'd be on the pod. Yeah. And the other half was just like, well, I guess it's two months in a better coffee. Yeah. I'll be honest, I did not I was <clears throat> hoping for like two tickets. 
in that raffle. There was a healthy amount. There was. A, I would say we got it probably like thirty. I was impressed. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's money. That's yeah. money, honey. And we do. We do have a winner. We have a winner. Um, future. I mean, please reach out to him and get him on the pod. But he. Uh, <laughs> Is pretty reluctant. I don't think he realized that he'd have to be on. And he's like, mm. he came up to me last night. And he's like, I don't like music. <laughs> like, I don't listen to music. He's well, like, oh I like God. Fleetwood Mac and I like Abba. I'm like, let's review those. Like, he's like, no. What? Yeah, because Mama Mia came on and we started dancing with each other. Bitch, I would do an Abba episode. I would do in a second. In a second, we could go through. We could go through the ABBA works. We could go through uh, Mamma Mia. We, we could go through, through the Dino pa- Pan Flute, whatever the guy Oh, my is. God. The Pan Flute version that we oh. found on Spotify. Oh, my God. So that would be That would be like an eight-hour long episode, I think. Mm-hmm. What if we just, you know what? That was just like our hundredth episode was we went through all of ABBA's discography. <laughs> I mean, I, get me an Adderall. I'm ready. <laughs> Come on. Keep Come me on. awake, mama. Come on. Um, so, Simon, yes. the, the album that we're reviewing this week is one mm. that we have been, like, edging on, I would say, uh, since the very beginning of the pod. Oh, my God. So, as you know, the OG release, uh, I believe, was June 26th of 2020. So, like, mid-pandemic. Pandemic? Yeah. And uh, Shout out to Demi Lovato. Shout out. <laughs> Hope you're doing good. Um, and so the album occupied a a lot of my year last year. Very much so. So much of my year last year. And then she has the audacity to say, well, I'm not quite done. I'm going to release the Platinum Pleasure Edition. So, um, Simon, who, who are Mm -hmm. we reviewing and what's Mm -hmm. the album? So, of course, I'm referring to um, our UK queen, uh, Jessie Ware. It, the album shout is... Shout out if you're listening. Shout out if you're listening. Hope you are. Uh, and the album is What's Your Pleasure? Oh, Platinum Pleasure mm. Edition. Mm-mm-mm. So, Simon, one of the things that we uh, we talked about as we were doing this album is, like, obviously this album is, like, nonstop bop for both of us. Probably 100%. flirted top five for the year. Honestly... If I'm thinking albums, maybe one or two. Right. I, one or two. Probably top five for me. Yeah. But, but. Yeah. So yeah. We won't, we're not going to be fighting on whether or not this album is a bop or a flop. But yeah, if you're staying for them for that deliberation, I'll just spoil that right now. It's a certified bop, mama. <laughs> it is like a cultural moment that we all just got behind. Disco so, is back because of Jesse. So fucking good. Yeah, forget uh, future nostalgia. You thought that was bringing back Disco? Oh no, oh. ma'am. Oh. And then, and then, like I think, like Jesse released uh, this album so that um, Kylie's disco could really, like, could really soar. Could really soar. It's true. And that's just, I mean, like, kudos to the UK queens and the Australian yes. queens. Yes, thank you. We love you. We stand. Mm-hmm. So, how this episode is going to work is unlike a normal ap- episode, we're going to be going through what our top bop is of of the original album, the OG, the OG mm-hmm. top bop of the bonus tracks. Mm-hmm. The I think it's like seven, eight songs. Yeah, it's an extra like thirty two minutes. It's another album. It's it could have been an, an LP, an EP. Yeah. Yeah. At least an EP. At least. Um, and then we're going to be going over what the biggest flop of the entirety of the album, both the bonus tracks mm-hmm. and not. Mm-hmm. And that then, will be a hard moment for some. And then it's going to be, it, it's it's got to be the question, because one thing that we have struggled with a lot of times when we're reviewing albums is, mm-hmm. 
Artists like to create crazy extended bonus track additions, deluxe versions. Yeah, and in my opinion, oftentimes it takes away from the work. It like, really does. You didn't need to give us this. You gave us a great package of music. Just release those songs as like kind of supplementary singles, but don't let them yeah. like diminish the artistry of the beginning to end album yeah. you created. Yeah, and I'm putting you on the spot, but can you think of any albums in particular where you got the main meal, you loved it, and then the deluxe came out and you're like, honestly, this kind of soured my mood. I don't have one off the top of my head. I'm just going to say that. All of, all of, like, um. Oh, oh. Uh -oh. Okay, well, uh, oh. let's. Folklore Deluxe Edition. Thank you. Soured my mood. Thank you. Evermore <laughs> Deluxe Thank Edition. You. Soured my mood. The crazy, like, 23-track Fearless <laughs> Taylor's version. Soured my mood. Okay, you know what? I'm going to come out on record and say this right now. I don't believe the PR story we got surrounding Taylor's Masters and the whole Scooter Braun. I don't necessarily believe that that's 100% true. I think we got Taylor's version. Oh, we we got Taylor's version. 100%. I feel like, <gasps> I feel like Scooter Braun is maybe not this like horrible bully figure that he's been painted to be and there's there's things we're not being told. I think I think that this is I think it's misdirected negative energy that Probably. Taylor's that Taylor's giving like cuz Scooter had like a, <clears throat> a variety interview or something this last week. It was very telling. Where he was just like, I tried to reach out to Taylor multiple times. Yes, I wanted I, to have a conversation. And I was even willing to like sell her her master's back. Yeah. Like, whoops, didn't didn't realize. Mm -hmm. But I, th I, I do think that there still is the moment, and I think this is where the, um, I can still see some validity in it, is sure. it wasn't Taylor's decision to, like, she should have been able to buy her own master's right. from the get-go. Right. And so I think she's more mad at the man and yes. the powers that be that... And I'm sure Miss Tree Payne, her PR lady, was like, she was edging at this PR opportunity. And I'm sure she was like, Taylor, this is the situation. She got the legal team in. She's like, this is what we're going to tell Taylor. This is the situation. And then we're going to release every fucking album again. And we're going to make so much goddamn money. I So I will say, though, I don't... You're probably going to make a lot of money from the releases of the albums, yeah. like. But in terms of the long-term licensing, yeah. this is like a suicidal move. <laughs> and I'm not kidding you because, yeah. Yeah, like, if you think about um, Drag Race wanting to do uh, "Lip Sync for Your Life" number at the end of the episode, right? Mm -hmm. They can choose to license the original version mm -hmm. or the Taylor's or version, uh, a Taylor, yeah, Taylor's version version, and with that they're going to probably just go with whichever one's cheaper. Oh. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so from that, like, it's kind of like a race to the bottom in terms of which one's going to be cheapest. Interesting. Like, I don't know if you have, have ever heard this, but, like, Beatles songs for the longest time have always been some of the most expensive so to, ever, expensive. to ever put in any movies, yes. TV shows, etc. 100%. <clears throat> I don't remember what movie. It was the um, Amy... Uh, blonde... Um, I was like Winehouse. Or? Has like the kind of like the shorter nose. Um, blonde Amy. Yeah, she had a comedy show on County Central. Schumer. Schumer. Okay. Amy Schumer. She had that one show, uh, or one like one movie, mm -hmm. and at the end of it, I think she did. Oh no 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 no. The story. Billy Joel. I'm, no, wrong movie. 
in, at the end of the social network just to kind of like oh. flaunt money during like for the credits they played a they did a Beatles song just to be like well we have money to spend wow and like anywho long story yeah. short I think this is like a big move for like getting fans to buy merchandise and get fans to buy um to buy the album on vinyl etc a new version etc but it's definitely not a, a good game move for like long term licensing unless there's enough public outcry every time which she does have the army she has like the BTS she, type army she does that, like, if someone does use the OG version and not the Taylor's version, I think that they would just be like, well, fuck you. And she has no problem unleashing them, mama. Oh, she doesn't. No, she she sends out a strongly worded <laughs> notes message. That's right. Calls it a day. That's right. So, anyways, back to Jesse. I'm going <laughs> to cut that whole thing out because I'm not going to change this episode with that negativity. Oh, um, so where do we want to start? Do we just want to talk about, um, where we were at when the album came out or what do you want to start with? How did you discover Jesse? Was, was, was this album, What's Your Pleasure, the way in for you? It, it actually was. I, I wasn't a huge Jesse Ware bef- fan before. I didn't even know about her, to be honest with you. Um, and I'm trying to think back of what my entry point into this album was. Cause I remember it came out, you know what it was? It's that goddamn YouTube algorithm. Uh-huh. I, I kept getting fed the What's Your Pleasure uh-huh. video. Is that the like, one where they're all dancing at home? Yes. No, no, there was one before that I saw. I can't remember. But one of, the, one of her music videos, which, by the way, this entire era of music videos from her, incredible. Incredible. Every single one. Mm-hmm. Incredible. So fun. But yeah, I, I like... For probably three weeks, I kept getting fed this thumbnail of, like, Jesse Ware, this song. And I was just like, I don't know what this is. Um, I don't know what this is. No. Come back another time. And then finally, eventually, it wears you down. You just click it. You click it. And I was like, oh, well. Okay. Sometimes you have to listen to the algorithm. You do. Which, by the way, I I don't know. Someone... I don't know what happened. Someone was watching my YouTube or something because now I'm, I swear. now I'm getting the most random like Minecraft videos oh. in my recommended and I'm like, I've never played Minecraft. I've never clicked on a video. No interest, mama. It, it's like <laughs> viewers that watch this channel would also, and I'm like, I didn't watch that channel. Can you scrub <laughs> the algorithm? Can you, you... you can delete your history of certain things. Okay. So I, I think if I really want to like keep it pure, I should go back and delete those things. But at the same time, I'm also like, you know we're not supposed to let them know what we, we are as algorithms. That's like, true. Maybe I should maybe I should throw in some like fishing videos to really get them off the uh, scent. Some some home crafting, some DIY, some home improvement some stuff. Things I <laughs> never do, you know. Uh-uh. How to hang a shelf. <laughs> I don't know. How to how do you how to install a mattress? <laughs> <laughs> don't need to. We got that white hand delivery from Costco. We love the Costco delivery. We do. But Aaron, what was your entry point? How did you discover the album? I think it was the same thing. I really do. Really? I, th- I think it really was. But for me, it was the Save a Kiss, I think, music video. The one oh. where she's... It's everyone at home doing all of these different things. Yes. And I am just like, okay, well, um, sign me up for this. Sign me up. And I rem- like, I just remember it was like a slow burn into like a, a chaotic frenzy of every single gay under the sun being like... Are we Jesse Ware stands now? And I think over time, as feelings evolved, I think unanimously we said yes, yes, yes. So, qu- question for you though, with this is mm-hmm. Jesse is not a newcomer. 
No, she's been around. Jessie has been around the block. That's Jenny right. from the block. Jessie from the block. Jessie from the block. Uh, shout out if you're listening. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> have you ever... So because of this album, have you gone back and listened to any of her it's, old discography? Here's the thing. It's literally on my to-do list. I've been so busy music-wise. It's been... It's, it's been fucking busy as hell recently recently it has this winter it was not it wasn't but, but i was this winter i was really leaning into the comforts yeah mm-hmm. you had to I we were in a, a tough time we were in a tough time it was shitty i was listening to this album on repeat i was revisiting like norman as i do i was doing the disco gotta do the disco i was doing chromatica here and there i know my fe- we know my feelings are complicated with Ms. gaga but i was going in and out of do chromatica. we know that do we know that I feel like I talk about it all the time. I, she's just like, it's house labs everything. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, where's the music? Oh, you're talking about her Instagram? Yeah. Well, I just don't follow her on Instagram. Then you don't get that. I'm about to do that. Just don't follow her. I'm about to do that, guys. Sorry. We love you, Gaga, but like, it's, it, same reason why like I can't follow drag queens on social media. Oh my God, I can't. They are the worst. And girl, I'm glad they're getting their coin. I'm so happy in my heart of hearts that creatives are getting paid. I don't need to see it in a Truly ad. Nope. And I don't need to see you just posting about all the different venues you're going to, don't whatever. No. No, thanks. Ugh. I'm not following you for that. I'm following you for, like, wow, that's a cute look. Yeah. Or, ooh, that's funny. Yeah, she just said something real funny. But, I mean, like, at the same time, I did end up buying, like, I think $300 of House Labs last year, so... You did. <laughs> and she got you. She got me good, Mama. She got you. And, Mama, your face beat. <laughs> People were wondering if I was B or, or if it was B. That color eye you had. Ooh. Ooh, gosh. Ooh. Uh, go to the doctor and they're going to be like, we need to do some x-rays, mama. That's right. Do you have a broken bone in there? That's right. Yeah, but yeah, so I, it is definitely on my to-do list to go back. Because when, I'm, when I was reading through a lot of reviews, uh, this album for a lot of people kind of signified a return to like club roots. So it seems like there is a evolution somewhere along the way that maybe she got off the path a little bit, or it was just a very different sound from where she started from. I will. So I have gone back and I've not like gone through album by album or anything else like that, but I definitely like when you're in a Jesse Weir um, YouTube binge algorithm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they start to play some of the older stuff. Yeah, yeah. I does not have disco. It, not disco. It influence. does not have disco influence at all. Okay. And I would say it's honestly, it's a very different sound. Okay. So I, I, I am like you in that I have not gone back and listened to an album beginning to end in that respect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think when I do, it's going to be a, a moment of thinking about this is a different artist. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't be looking and seeking more. What's your pleasure or 100%. different variations. It You're is like, it. you know, Miley Cyrus, um, see you again era mm-hmm. with seven things going all the way over to plastic hearts. Right. Or even the Malibu album. Like, oh, yeah. Oh. Those are separate bodies of work, and, like, if you like one, it does not mean you're going to like the other. Yeah, I... That is really difficult when you have an album from an artist that you are so in love with, emotionally connected to, and then the inevitable, they have another album come out, and it's such a different vibe. It is really hard to... to 
realign yourself and like shift your perspective and say like, okay, this album is not going to be this. I need to view it from a different lens. Very tough. It's tough to do. What it, it, do you have an album that kind of that sticks out to you as an album that uh, from an artist that it went from this sound to this sound and it truly yeah. kind of took you back. And were you able to kind of find that way yes. in? Um, a huge one for me, and it's like pretty much every album they release is uh, the Yeah Yeah Yeahs. So their first album, Fever to Tell, is like it's rock and roll. You know, right. it's like it's mm -hmm. very like. Karen O is like screaming into the mic. It's really cool and edgy and it's just fucking fun. And their second album, Show Your Bones, is like there's an acoustic guitar. What what what's, happened? What's here? going on? Like <laughs> gold lions happening. You're like, what's happening? I don't know what this sound is. But yes, once I was able to get over the like shock of what is happening. Both albums are fucking incredible. Just mm -hmm. so different sonically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So different. Do you have any in mind? Yeah. Um, the one that like I remember just sticks out like a sore thumb for me is you have this artist, Mumford & Sons. Mm -hmm. They released Little Lion Man, the album, and then they released Babel, the album, that are both this banjo-heavy, um, high-vocal albums. Yeah. And then you go into Wilder Mind, which they take replace the banjo with an electric guitar. Oh, and to say that I was uh, gooped and gabbed, <laughs> I like I just I, I listened to the album once and I refused to go back. Really, I refused for the longest time. I was like, Oh my god, how dare they take? Because like because Mumford and Sons was very much like a Duluth college memory for me that had like a special place in my heart. And like by putting out this new album with this new sound, it was kind of like. How dare you not give me what I want? How very dare. How very dare. Yeah. But I will say that I went back a couple years later, and the album, Wilder Mind Slaps. It's a good album. It is a good album. There's some, like, songs on it that I'm just like, this is, this is good. Yeah. Um, I will say that I've kind of fallen off the wagon with Mumford & Sons lately. Sure. Um, but that was definitely a moment for me where I was, like, a tangible shift in sound that made me, like... Oh, God, I don't need to go into this. <laughs> it really takes you back. You're like, oh. Sometimes it fits, though. Like, when Miley Cyrus went from her, um, what is it? We Are Miley Cyrus. Or, what was it? Um, oh, her We Are EP, Coming. We Are Coming. We are into coming. into um, Plastic Hearts. Very different sounds. Uh, but one that I bought into. Right away. Immediately. Right away. Immediately. Sometimes it just is like, okay, this is where you're supposed to be. This is the right. 100%. It uh -huh. felt so authentic to her and where she was at that it wasn't, there was no transition period. It was just like, okay, I'm here. We're here with you. We're here. We're right here with you. Here um, should we maybe get started with our top bops of the OG album? Yeah, let's do it. Um, do you want me to start? Should yeah, we start? start. Okay, this is a really, really, really tough assignment, I will say, to go through this album and try to choose one song to represent, like, what your favorite song in this amazing album is. Because there is, for me, there's such a range of offerings, yet everything is very cohesive, but every song has such a distinctive feel and vibe to me that it was, like, it's really difficult. Because one day it would be this, depending on my mood, one day it'd be that. Like, it's really difficult. But the one song that I keep coming back to and revisiting, and it really has such a crazy-ass 
emotional effect on me is the song uh, Remember Where You Are. Oh, well, let's give it a quick listen. We'll be right back. Let's do it. Well, we Jesus. we just watched the music video, like the six minute version. Yeah, which short film, short film, short film, if you will. Um, and for those that haven't seen it, it's pretty much just this Jesse Ware impersonator um, yeah. walking around, walking around London town. Um, yeah. Simon, we usually like to watch the lyrics to be able to relate, and in sure. this instance, we decided to watch a woman walk around. Yes. Okay. Can you explain? Let me explain. So. One of the reasons that I love this music video so much, apart from the song, which is just incredible, there is so much soul and just incredible imagery within the lyrics that, like, I I tear up when I listen to the song nine times out of ten. I love this song. But why I chose to watch the video for us is because the video was released kind of around the time where vaccinations started to become a thing and we could start Mm -hmm. getting them and there's Mm -hmm. like a lot of hope but still some uncertainty about what this meant for us does this mean like we're done we can go out do stuff like there's just a lot happening right and so this video i really like because it shows this like jesse ware looking type person walking around these deserted streets in London. It's, like, very, very early in the morning, so no one's out, no one's doing anything. Mm -hmm. It was pandemic time anyways, so nothing's going on. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it it's kind of, like, melancholy and kind of sad to just watch her walk around. And just, like, it brought up a lot of things for me about just, like, the isolation and loneliness of the time. Yeah. And so, basically, the whole video is that until the very end, she walks out of the city and you get a really nice view of the city line and, like, you're surrounded by trees and the grass and the sun is rising on the horizon. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, it kind of, like, relates back to the lyrics of the song that give you the hope or it's, like, the heart of the city is on fire, the sun is on the rise, the highs are going to fall... But I kind of took the inverse of that, where it was like, okay, the sun is rising, things are potentially getting better, we're maybe, like, getting a normal semblance of life, or, like, a perception of what normal is now back into our our day-to-day. So, yeah, the music video, like, kind of taken out of that context is like, okay, this one's just kind of like, you know, looking around at stuff, (laughs) at these empty storefronts, like, what's going on? But, like, I don't know, for me, I I just thought it was a really simple but effective way of kind of conveying that hopefulness of a new time. I really loved it. Yeah. So I, I think um, the way I both interpreted its place on the album as well as interpreted it through the music video is it truly, and it feels like, so the album is like this disco, fun go to the club and totally. dance and like you want to wiggle. Yep, yep. And at the end of the night, you got to go home. You got to go home. You got to go home. And I think that there's, I, I'm sure we've all been there where we're walking home at like sunrise. Uh-huh. And we are like coming down from everything that we 
we're doing, all of the high of being with all the our friends, et cetera, dancing for hours on end. Mm-hmm. And there is that quiet in the city yeah. on your way home, that your walk home where you're just like, today was such, like, this was such a fun night. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so grateful to be where I am in this 100%. moment. 100%. And I think that's what, to me, the song kind of both, it's place on the original album being the final song. Final song, yeah. As well as its place... Um, kind of with the music video is to me, you, it started and it was clearly still dark out, but then by the end of the music video, it was sunrise. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just kind of going like, okay, we're, we're coming out the other end. We're coming similar to you. Like we're, we're getting past all the shit Mm -hmm. and we're, we're able to, to find, uh, some beauty in, in, in what was and where we are now. Um, so Great song. I will yeah. say though that like um, the she did this on Jimmy Fallon. I want to say a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's right. I, and I watched that one. Mm-hmm. She is, uh, for all intents and purposes, very pregnant. Very like seven months or something. So she's yeah. a big girl. Right very now. very pregnant. Yeah. But like that helped me rediscover the song. I actually, when we were walking over to the couch to listen to it, I was like, "Are you sure this isn't on the bonus track?" Because I think this is like her, she <laughs> yeah. used, this is the promotion for the bonus, the the right. platinum pleasure edition. Right, right. Um, but I actually had a friend that uh, I sent. I send everyone Jesse Ware as like one of the albums they got to be checking out if Love they it. haven't. Like, got to be that promo. Got it. We should put together like an essential albums. Oh yeah. Thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Let's do that. Yeah. Um. But he comes back to me out of nowhere, and he's like, "I watched the Jesse Ware thing on um, on Jimmy Fallon, and now I have to go back and listen to the album because that hit me hard, Mama." She see, this is the thing about Jesse is like, she's a fucking artist. She wrote every single song on this album, and most of them are like her with one or two other people, except for Mirage, um, that has like twelve writers on it. But apart from that, like, she wrote the goddamn album. Mm-hmm. All of her live performances, she just has an incredible voice. It Like, that is an artiste mama. So, like, it just hurt me so much that she didn't get any nods at the Grammys. She got nominated for Record of the Year at the BAFTAs, but the fucking Future Nostalgia one, like, yes. And the Brits. She was nominated. Yes. But... BAFTAs, sorry, I meant Brits. BAFTAs is the Oscars of... Oh, yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, meant the Brits. But it's just, like... Yes, that's a great album, but, like, this is, I'm, like, for me, it's just, like, when the artistry matches the level of, like, the product that you're receiving, it just means so much more than an album that is just, like, objectively good because, like, the right collaborators were in place and we have a very attractive lead who can sing, sort of. What would you say, so, like, um, this is another thing that we've talked about in the pod before where um, artists like Jess Glynn mm-hmm. is insanely popular in, in, like, the, UK, Aust- in, right? in the UK and Australia. Yeah. Like, sells out arenas. And uh-huh. then she comes here and she's playing at, her latest one was at First Avenue. Right. I I think that Jessie Ware just falls victim to, yes, the gays know about her here right. in, yeah. in, the, in the US, but, like mainstream people mm-hmm. are not there yet right and there it i mean that i think that has to do with all about like the record industry and 
where people put their money in promoting. So, like, right. and I don't, I just don't know if, like, she cares about that. Like, I don't think she does. I don't, I, I don't either. I, I would wonder, I feel like, as sad as this is, I think that if Jessie Ware came to Minneapolis, I think she'd play it for a stab in it. You think? I think that would be... Oh, that, I hadn't considered that. It would sell out. Huh. It would sell out. But, like, if in the UK, I would I would imagine she's going to be, like, at the O2 Arena. Oh, yeah. You know? I'm, I'm trying to think of, like... Or Roy Wood. Could she play, like, Palace? Oh, I would love to see Jesse wear a Palace. I think... Oh. I don't... I... I don't think she would sell out Palace. You don't think? I think she would. I think she would. I think. You don't think? I don't think. I don't think. Because I don't... Yeah. I, I'm not even sure, like... The in-tune gays, the ones that have an ear to the ground from the music scene, they, taste. they know about Jesse Ware, Absolutely. but like, there's a good chunk of people that don't still, too. Yeah, yeah. It's also like a thing that's like, I think we are all collectively like circle jerking to Lord like right now, and like, mm-hmm. uh, we all fucking love her, but like, I also wonder... Is she resonating at all with Gen Z? Does she like? Does That's she? That's a good question. And does and like in straight like culture, is she someone like she is? That's a really good question. She is a true like she is like because we're very much in a bubble. We are in a bubble. Exactly. Yeah. Like sure. we're like we know we appreciate true art. Uh huh. But like I because when I when I saw that like Lord was playing. Armory. Armory. Which I think the last time she was here, she was performing at Excel. Excel, for sure. I mean, I think that she made some conscious choices about how she, like, where she wanted to perform for this tour. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think she put it in her newsletter, she was like, I'm choosing some smaller venues, so you better be ready to buy your tickets. Ugh, yeah, that's happened to me, and I've missed out Ugh. on some artists. God damn it. Or they either do that, or they're like, Lady Gaga, or they're like, so I'm going to tour, but it's going to be in four cities. Four cities? What the fuck? God, like, she clearly doesn't even want to do music. It's fine. It's whatever. Literally. We've moved on. We've moved on. Ugh. But I mean, it's in, I, I think I think that Jessie Ware, if we were going to give her the credit she deserves from, like, a, like, international, she'd probably be playing at, I would say, Armory. Yeah, for sure. I think so. I, so for me, I'd say First Avenue, mm-hmm. based on her U.S. popularity. Oh, man. Would sell out, plays Armory. Dude, take it down a notch. Can you imagine seeing her at Fine Line? That, what a fucking concert that would be. I think I would lose my mind. I would fucking die. By the way, unless plans change, I'm going to my first concert in like four weeks. Where? Which, which concert? Fine Line. Your Smith. I talked to Is you this about this. the one? Okay, you sent this to me at a very bad time. I, have no, I had no cognitive ability to function or make any decisions. I'll listen to it this weekend. Your Smith has two. Um, and I two love EPs. Fine Line. Like it's any big. excuse to go. I, I know. Love Fine Line. I think it's. I think it's the opening show for Fine Line. Like the very nice. first one. So it's kind of an exciting. That is cool. Time. Um, That's very cool. So now on to my top op of the OG album. Yes, please tell. This is again. I was telling Simon before the episode started that I was like, I don't know if I've ever like listened to songs individually. Like, I really should have just taken this album and listened to it on shuffle in a way, just so I could break up the songs from, like, the one to the other to the other. Mm -hmm. But there's one song that, like, just stands out from the crowd of when it comes on, like, I would want to hear it at the club, I'd want to hear it, like, at a party, I'd want to hear it anywhere, and I just want to, like, 
get up and dance to it is Save a Kiss. Yes, okay. Okay, so let's go listen quick. We'll be right back. This is the moment. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Oh. I just want to jiggle and wiggle to mm, this. Mm, 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 mm. Oh. Oh, anyways, that was great. So, so Simon, I like <laughs> when I hear that intro, girl. I like the with like a strong beat, like it's a strong bass. So fucking good. I no other song has such an infectious intro. It's so good. It just, it hits you, makes you want to wiggle. It, oh. And there's something, okay, this is a great example of something that Jesse does so well is the production of this album, like across the board, incredible. It makes you want to wiggle, it makes you want to jiggle. But on top of that, there's such an earnestness in the lyrics that just really fucking cr- like these songs crush me. I get so emotional when I listen to this album. It's so telling too. Like I've listened to the OG release 50 times. Mm-hmm. I've listened to this one probably 15 at this point. Yeah. And I'm still like finding new things that pull at me and like, I was doing my last run through this morning before I came here and I started tearing up again to like, as I listened through the album, it is so good. This song is incredible. This this song is, it's to me, it is, we met last, like last night at the bar and we met on the dance floor. Mm -hmm. We slowly but surely came to each other and you finally went in and you kissed me and we like started making out and stuff. Mm-hmm. Went our separate ways, but like exchanged numbers mm-hmm. and was like, that was really fun. I got to see you again. Like, I hope I see you again. And I hope, like, I, I don't think, I don't think she necessarily is like verbalizing that mm. as much as it's she is hoping. Heart. It's in her heart. I hope I see you tonight and I hope you're saving me a kiss because what we had was mm-hmm. so magical. Wait for me. No compromise. No compromise. I promise you it won't be long. Oh, oh what a song. And on top of that, the vocal layering that she puts in on this mm-hmm. album when she says, save a little bit of your love baby. I, like, I just want to jump out a window and fly <laughs> when I hear it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can you guys relate? Get a life insurance policy first, girl. <laughs> Have your world baked out before you try that one, mama. <laughs> <sighs> Who gets all the money from your OnlyFans now, Simon? Moira. <laughs> That's already been settled. She's going to live a life of luxury, mama. Fun fact. Did you hear, this is the tea I've heard on Instagram, that OnlyFans is trying to move away from pornography to increase their valuation potential for investors? No, but I mean, like, I think... I was wondering at the bar yesterday when I was talking, I I was like, someone was like, where can I see, like... I don't know. It was like some sort of sexual thing. I don't yeah. know. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, you better go to my Patreon. Yeah. 
And, but then I was like, Patreon isn't really sexual. That's like the OnlyFans thing. Right. I feel like it's a race to whether or not Patreon gives into adult content. Really? Or whether OnlyFans is able to figure out a way to bridge into just like full content creation. Mm. Well, there's always just four fans and they're not going anywhere, mama. So you can also find me there in theory one day. Never. What is just for fans? It's only fans, but porn. Just, like, straight up. Just porn. Like, there's there's no, like, subtle pictures that are, like, sort of hot? Well, I'm sure there's probably that. Like, it's that realm. You yeah. know? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I, like, it, it genuinely goops me Yeah. how much... Like, people, like, promote their OnlyFans, especially on the Twitter. Of course. Twitter, it is, like, everyone's, like, we'll subscribe to my OnlyFans. And then, like, mm-hmm. come to find out, I, I, like, hear through the grapevine that their OnlyFans has pictures of them, like, wearing, like, briefs. Incredible that people pay money for that. Girl, Google. Like, move on. Call it a day. .org. Let's yeah. go. Come on. And at the same time, I'm so impressed that there are people who are, like, literally spreading their cheeks on OnlyFans, selling us a monthly subscription for two bucks, but they have enough subscribers that they make more money than I'll ever see in my whole life. Right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? I need, to, them. I, like, I need to find those. Uh-huh. I can justify $2 a month, but, like, when it's, sure. like, $10 a month and I get, like, a picture every week. I've never spent more than $5 on an OnlyFans subscription, and I've never resubscribed to one. Really? It's been a one and done? Yeah. It's never been worth it for me. I need to I I need to like spend more time getting into that because it's currently just a lot of like web like Pornhub website type things and Twitter. There is some really good OnlyFans content out there. You just gotta. I think you have to do a lot of digging. You gotta do the digging. Which like <sighs> they don't time. they don't have a discovery tool, do they? Like they don't have like an easy. Mm. Not that I know of. Yeah, it's like you have to just fall into people's pages, which means that you kind of are like... Or, um, I mean, they're also promoted relentlessly on every social media platform. But if you don't follow, like, their their non-OnlyFans account, you're True. never going to find their OnlyFans account. True. I do. Much like us, you're I, not going to find ours. Is this bad? I do subscribe to, like, two free pages on OnlyFans, because I don't want to... I don't want They They have it. Like, it, they have a free page and then their premium page. So they're putting this out there. It's right. Like, free pages, like, who cares? And I was just like, I don't really care to give you... That's like, this one's sponsored by Lysol. <laughs> <laughs> had, a di- had a dirty night? Well, let's clean it up, mama. <laughs> Can you imagine if Lysol did that for, like, Pride Month or something? <laughs> oh, my God. Lysol, where are you? Come on, shout out to Lysol. Come on, mama. Those easy wipes. <laughs> oh, gotta have them. Um, so, so, Simon, we've, we've went through our undisputed bops of the original album. Absolutely. Um, it's time to go into questionable territory, um, or yes. what could be, yes. which is the extended edition. Yeah, so let's chat, Erin. Um, with this offering of tracks, and how many are there's One, two, three, eight. four, five, six, seven, eight. I didn't really count the last one. Because it's, it's a remix for one of the songs on the OG. Yep. I kind of just went with the seven new offerings. Agreed. Agreed. So, Aaron, in your professional opinion, do these songs give you a new lease on life when it comes to this album? Or did it take away from the original offering? I think that the... So, one of the things I appreciated, which I don't think Apple or Spotify does, but that Apple Music does, mm-hmm. is it actually says it starts back at number one. 
Oh, that's interesting. For please, like, so it actually okay. doesn't say, like, it's not, uh, remember, remember Where You Are is still number 12, it's still the end of the original album, but then we start back over with one being, okay. Okay. please, sure. um, which helped me kind of break it from that, that picture of being a separate narrative. Mm-hmm. I think, to me, this felt like she didn't have enough songs to want to do a side B. Yeah. But she still had more story to tell mm-hmm. with um, What's Your Pleasure. In terms of what these songs do or don't do, there are some, some good songs on the, on the um, deluxe edition. But I think if I, was, if I was going to be telling someone to listen to What's Your Pleasure... I think I would still probably just tell them to listen to the OG as their way into Jesse Ware. Okay. And then, okay. like, once once they're solid, like, solidly like, on the boat, a couple of they're in, through, If they're in, they're on board. Check out the... Oh, yeah. If you, yeah. Li- if you like these, these are, like... And almost treat them like singles. Like... Okay. okay not yeah, a separate yeah. story. Not a separate thing. Sure. Like, just, like... These are kind of, like... Yeah. Side B... EP, whatever you want to call it. Sure, it's like additional uh, toppings on your froyo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's it's there. It's it's ready, and from that, great. So I would, I don't want to say that it necessarily takes away from the album these mm-hmm. these these songs, um, but I would say that it it doesn't necessarily add to the album as in and of itself. Mm, okay. Okay. So I feel like I would like I, this is a weird kind of rating because I know we were trying to say that like whether it like added floppage to the album or, or whether it, it keep it kept made it even a bigger bop and I think it just based on kind of my criteria there it feels like it did add a little bit of floppage. Interesting. Okay. And of the entire package, what is your biggest flop? Oh, are we are we going to go into? Okay. Are uh, we doing that? Well, we still. I still want to hear what you think. Well, we'll get to me. Well, I'll but do then, both. then we also have what our top bop of the the bonus tracks are, don't we? Oh fuck! Shit. Okay, never mind. Continue. <laughs> God damn it, Simon. Um, I was like, well, we're just, we can do all of mine and then all of yours. No, no, no. Uh, so okay, so from the the new offerings, what tickled your pickle? What um, got you going? I think it just has to be please. The the lead in. The lead in. It yeah. gets you it gets you right back excited, it gets you jumping on the wagon a little bit. It's really fucking good. And an amazing music video. Have you seen? Oh yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. So good. Always dancing, always tons of just like different performers doing fun, interesting moves, great yes. cinematography. Amazing cinematography. Love. And yes, you're right, all the performers are so their styles are so fun and fluid. It just is so much. Ugh, it's just like a celebration. Every music video feels like we're having a good time. We're here. Let's enjoy life. Yeah. So when when Please came out, I was like, I don't know if this is a new album. Because I think at the time she didn't necessarily announce that there was going to be the Platinum Pleasure. She just like released it. Yes, that's right. That's right. I was like, okay, she's she's preparing for a second era of this. She's she's getting ready for it. Girl. I'm signing up. Um... And it got me excited, and I think I think that's why it continued to be the the bop of the the bonus tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I want to turn the candle your way. Oh. Well, don't burn me. I I'll just try I'll I'll try and just uh, <laughs> keep you warm, Mama. Yeah. So uh, this is this is you know I have to say, going through 
the Platinum Pleasure Edition many, many times, I do think it gives me a renewed appreciation for the album as a whole. So it, it brings you back. It brought you back. I would, I would say that overall, even looking at them individually, I would overall give it a boppage. It it's adds boppage. boppage. Okay. Added boppage to this album, I would say. Um, and I would agree with you that Please is probably the de facto top bop of the offerings. Right. I would call out, too, that um, the song Hot and Heavy also has a music video, and it is, like, damn. It's just two dancers in, like, a kind of dilapidated, un, like, apartment building or mm-hmm. apartment room that's clearly not occupied, and it's one shot, and they're just fucking going at it the whole time. Like, incredible dancers and performers. Love, love. So good. And I would also like just like to throw out that the song Pale Blue Light gave me the same chills I got listening to Remember Where You Are. It is mm-hmm. gorge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gorge. But I would have to say, like, Please was my barrier, uh, was, the, sorry, barrier. My, what's the, what's the phrase? When, like, my entry, went, my barrier of entry, is barrier of entry a phrase? What is the? Point of entry? Point of entry. What the fuck am I saying? I haven't had coffee today. Um, or weed. Wow. I know. Sober. Bopper flop, uh, Bopper Bopper flop first. first. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Um, but yeah, that was the first one that came to us. The video was so good. And it, it does kind of set... It it follows up on the tone of the original album, I think, pretty seamlessly. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, for me, though, my biggest flop... Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is a tough one. So... Objectively speaking, looking at this entire album, I think there is a minor break in cohesion with the song 0208. Mm. And I do think part of that is um, that there is a different producer on the track. It's uh, Kindness is is the producer. Um, And Kindness is an interesting one for me. So I know they, they have a Grammy. I don't know for what, but I know they have one. Mm-hmm. And I remember they opened, there were two openers for Robin when she came here. Yep. Kindness yep. was the first, and then Channel Trace. Mm-hmm. And Kindness is not a performer. Kind of a dud? Kind of a dud. Okay. Channel Trace was the one who brought the fucking heat and got people turned. Mm-hmm. So while I think the song is very good, I do think sonically there's a bit of a disconnect when you look at just yeah. everything else. Yeah. 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 I would say, uh, I'm actually going to OG album for my biggest flop. Fascinating. What is it? But like, when you were talking about like the breakage, I mean, uh-huh. one, you're saying there's a breakage, it's the final song on the, the deluxe edition. No. So it's, no. How is it, it's not really a breakage. Well, it's well, just like, just cut that part off. Oh, part okay. Of I understand what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, when you were fair. saying breakage, just like, it's like, just like, yeah, the, clean separation. Let's forget it exists. Versus the breakage for me is like <laughs> takes you out for a second and makes you go, "Okay, oh, I'm listening to the album," and then it, then you go back in. But like, there's sure. the moment where there's the breakage of mm-hmm. I'm not listening to the cohesive. Right. What was it? Hate me, hate oh me, God. dear leaders. What? Hate me, dear leaders. Um, in your eyes, huh. I don't know what it is. It just doesn't land the plane for me. I mean, I'll be honest with you, if I had to pick, which I truly don't think there is a biggest 
flop on the Oh, OG, I agree. But if, like, Gun to My Head had to choose one, it would be that song. It just... So, something about the way that the beat comes together, it truly does feel like there's, like, stop moments. It is hard almost to put your finger on, like, why it is. It just is for me. I think it... I think... And we would need to have friend of the pod Anders to tell us musical yeah. versions of this. But I think back in my old day, I think it's like a staccato, where it's a like very quick and stop. That's ta, 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 that's staccato, where the note is very. Ta, ta, ta. Yeah. It, it, it. She was in wind ensemble. Thank you. A lot of it was a lot of it's very like um, rhythmic and continued, and this one has like a lot of stop. Stop. Okay. Stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. just kind of harsh stops um, that makes me a little bit more aware of the stoppage. Okay. Um, That's I th- fair. I, I will honestly say that I think that the bonus tracks get a little bit of a slide-by for me because I, I did listen <laughs> to them a couple times, but I I don't know them as well. Sure. I'd be curious to know, like, give it, give it a few months, see if you revisit them, and, like, I would love to just, like, see what your thoughts are then. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll just we'll just go right back. Yeah. Um, well, this has been a really fun episode. And I'm, I'm so happy we finally got to do it. I am... My heart is so full. This is just, like, the chance to get to discuss this album finally on the podcast. It's, it's made it one of my favorites just to talk about. It's... I love it. There is so much to talk about. And there's just so much to, like, rant and rave. And, like, this new... For, the, kind of this format that we were able to do with it, mm-hmm. I think, was also a fun change because we were, yeah. like... I think we were both kind of going into the to reviewing the album. We were both like, we already know we both fucking love it. We both like know it's going to come in. So being able to take it and dissect it a step deeper, in in look at it in a different way, especially with the Platinum Pleasure edition, was was really really fun. It was. Um, but we still do have one section that we are is tried and true, and that's a single obsession. Okay, I'll start. And I can, honestly can't remember if I did this last week or not. But there were, so last week there were two that I had in mind and one came out more recently and I think I did that one. So I'm going to choose the one that I wanted to do last week but kind of got overruled because oh, it wasn't. Oh, same. Okay, great. So mine was the song Mirror by Sigrid. Oh, we love Sigrid. Oh. And, and honestly, me personally, I've, I haven't really had that moment with her where I was like, I get what you're selling, but that song slaps. I, I need to... Yeah. I, I need you to go back. Okay. I'm not all kidding right. you. Sigrid's album, it like her OG album and all of her EPs. Okay. They slap, Mama. Okay. They all right. they slap. And then her seeing her in concert. Is she good? She's good, but she like she, like it she is so funny. She's like this tiny person, she's right? Teeny tiny. And she like she wears very like plain clothes with very plain yes. hair. In every video too. It, it's just like, so plain. <laughs> But, like, she will yell, like, angrily at the crowd to be like, I want you to sing along. Like, oh, my God. It is, it is very much like, get off your feet! You know, like, <laughs> She's just like, yelling. oh, my God. Yeah, like, kind of. I, wouldn't have, I can imagine her backup dancers kind of jiving with music with two guns in their hands. Bam, bam. Bam, bam. <laughs> no, no, no. But, like, I saw her. I remember, like, when I discovered her, I was like, I need to see her. I need to see her. I need to see her. And then when she came to town, I was like, deathly ill with like oh. probably a cold a flu whatever else and I still fucking went, went and I was so miserable <laughs> but oh, I was like no. I'm not missing this chance to see Sigrid because she is like truly one of my favorite artists so I'm so glad that you're loving Mirror I love that song so what's what is your single obsession? same vibe same vibe last week I had to give it to Solar Power because you didn't that's right yeah 
and justice to solar power, justice we to that moment in time. Power. But a song that, like, I'm not kidding you, it has, like, I want to add it to party playlists, I can't wait for the album to come out, and it also reminded me to go back and listen to this artist's discography, is a song called Live to Survive okay. by M.O. Oh, yeah, M.O. It is, yeah. like... I remember seeing M.O. and I saw, um, or I saw her with Fine or Forever Neverland. Um, so good. But, like, Live to Survive is a legit just pop. I've only listened to it once. I need to go back and revisit. You, you're you're getting love. You're getting sure. love. Okay. Um, so, okay. Simon, plug your shit. Oh, I mean, not much to plug, really. I mean, I'm on Instagram, at The Real Simon. Uh, and you can find our podcast, Instagram, at Bop or Flop Podcast. Um, if you want to follow my personal playlist, uh, don't expect a curated list. It is literally just like what I'm feeling goes on the list. Oh, great. Uh, it's on Spotify. Oh, great. Oh, great. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's on Spotify and it's called I Love This Playlist. How about you, Aaron? What you got? Well, first and foremost, I want to remind everyone, uh, to please, please, please mm. go on to Apple Podcasts and that's rate right. and review us. Um, five stars only. If you want to leave any negative comments, please send them to prairie.jean on Instagram. Mm-hmm. She's our producer. Yep. Um, but we've actually been getting a ton, not a ton more, a couple more five stars. Oh yeah. my gosh, I haven't keep, checked in a while. We can do that right now. We keep on moving up. Um, but where you can find me is at the Aaron on all socials. I'm more active on Twitter than I am on Instagram, but um, T-H-E-E-H-R-E-N, weird I know, but you'll, you'll get, get used, used to it. it. Um, and that's pretty much all I have for me too. Um we do have more ratings. Thank you, guys. That's so nice. Thank oh. you, everyone. I, I'm not kidding you. Like a new thing I do now that now that bars are open is I I'll be like, do you have Apple Podcasts? Aaron is the true and then I'll hustler. Search, and then the I'll search. And then I'll search, and I'll be like, well, number one, let's add this. <laughs> And two, let's give me five stars. I feel like the reason that we have any listenership at all is because of Aaron. Like, I just show up and chat. I'm a hustler. He's a hustler. I'm a businesswoman. That's absolutely correct. Um, Well, we're going to see you next week. We have a fun album to review. Yes. Fingers crossed it all works out. I think. Or else you're going to see us in a couple weeks. Who knows? (laughs) And Simon, you're going to be gone in a couple weeks. Yeah, I'm going to be in Alaska for a full week. I'm very excited. Well, we're going to have to, uh, we're going to miss you. We're going to miss the pod. And maybe we'll try and sneak in a bonus episode. Maybe, 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 maybe not. Maybe not. We'll see. We'll see. All right. All right bye. Bye.